I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Lana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute. Did you hear that door knock? I believe that's a knock reminding you that more is in store for you for the remainder of 2023. Today is August 4th, 2023, and this is the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in because we have covered so many aspects of entrepreneurship as we think about the theme, unrecognizable. And today, I really want you to realize that you can 3X your goals. Now, I know that sometimes when you see the podcast, sometimes you might say to yourself, oh, here's Dr. Alana DeGrasse again, giving us all of the woo-woo, all of the motivation, right? But today, I want you to know that I had you in mind. Today, I really took a moment to think about the journey of entrepreneurship, the highs, the lows, the peaks, and the valleys. And I really want you to recognize that you still have a choice to be consistent in the remaining portions of 2023. First of all, I want to applaud you for the determination that you've had, as well as your commitment to making sure that you can see success. I mean, It's really all too easy to get swayed by the allure of all of the get-rich-quick schemes that we see, and I can tell you there's so many, even more so after the pandemic. And I'm sure you've probably realized by now that true progress comes from having patience, from having dedication, and from having a solid foundation and a system from which you can work from. Now, yes, you have AI, Yes, you have funnels. Yes, you have all of these things. But what I realized with solopreneurs is that in order for you to survive the five-year mark, you just got to also have that grit. And I understand the frustration that comes with thinking about, well, is my business going to be successful? You've also probably attended, just like I have, many conferences, summits, trainings, um, listened to gurus, you name it. And what I've learned sometimes is that you can spend so much time learning that you forfeit earning. And so I just want to also stand with you today and say you might feel a little disheartened by some of the things that you've experienced, by maybe opportunities that you thought were going to happen that didn't happen, by maybe having a month of lower sales versus what you may have done before. But I cannot stress that one thing that allowed me to persist through the pandemic was the decision that I had made to basically remain authentic with my constituents, with my services, and with what I decided to show up for. 
And I can't stress it enough that if you want to 3X your growth, I mean, realistically, I want you to realize there's nothing wrong with finding organic, pragmatic ways to scale your business. And having authenticity is one of the fastest ways to maintain sustainability because when people can not only understand where you're coming from, but also know a little bit of your story, they are three times more likely to stick with you, right? Versus someone who you felt you invested in or with the program you invested in, but you could tell that they could care less about maybe other aspects of you when it comes to your business. So, you know, again, I think that one of the fastest ways you can 3X your goals is by, you know, thinking about the season that you're in. It's funny, I was talking to my coach and she said, you know, Alana, you always talk about seasons and how, you know, based upon the season, this is what you're working on. And it's true because I realized that as entrepreneurs, you know, I'm not perfect. Neither is any entrepreneur you look out there uh, to observe or any brand. Most of us have to be continuously uh, finding ways to be agile, to be patient, to scale back, to look at what we're doing, and to be willing to tweak things if they're no longer working. And hey, you might start something, feel completely passionate about it, and it doesn't work to the way you thought it would. Um, And you may change directions, or you may have spent a lot of time in one area of your business and realize it doesn't serve you any longer, so you can give yourself a break. Um, and you know what? I think when you can operate from that level of energy where you know your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, right, with how you work, um, there's value in that. And so one of the ways we know we've kind of gotten off of our focus is when we tend to or find ourselves putting things off. And you've heard me talk about procrastination a lot, but it's really difficult sometimes for service providers specifically, because if you're a health and wellness coach, or you're a life coach, or you're a finance coach, or whatever you call it, sometimes there may may be moments where you're giving so much of yourself, or there may be moments where you had to spend more time thinking about one aspect of your infrastructure, etc. And so that might lead you to finding other gaps in your business that you may not feel excited about. Like, you know, most of the time, most people become entrepreneurs because there is some aspect or the main service of what they provide they absolutely love. But there's usually these other elements that people don't love so much. And I remember, uh, you know, coaching someone many years ago And one of our first goals was to get her to see that she could actually create revenue. And, you know, she made revenue, but the thing was that she didn't have her business banking set up. So even though she was consistently making money, she couldn't really see its compounding effect because it was as fast as it was going in, it was going out with her regular bills. So she wasn't able to see, oh, wait a minute, I can really do this. She put off taking the time to, you know, go to the bank, get the support she needed to basically, you know, make sure that her business was operating from a, you know, a financial perspective where she could see the business and the the cash flow coming in and going out. So sometimes procrastination can really hurt us. And so I just want you to think a moment, what have you been procrastinating with? And um, I think in the last podcast, I talked a little bit about having tolerations 
And we've heard a lot of gurus talk about tolerations. You know, what do you no longer want to tolerate? What have you been putting up with? We hear Jack Canfield talk about it. We've heard uh, Jim Rohn mention it. We've heard Brian Tracy talk about it. You know, you hear Tony Robbins allude to it. And it basically is like whatever we do not like right now in our presence, in our present day, we can really observe for the most part and say, okay, I need to either change my perspective. I need to change how I'm doing things. Maybe I need to get support in this given area. But sometimes too, procrastination can lead us to failure because if we procrastinate, even research with persistence shows that if we put something off long enough and we're not able to see success within it, we are more likely to be demotivated and sell ourselves subconsciously that we maybe aren't able to really achieve the goal we're trying to set out for. I mean, it's really easy to get caught up in the fear of failure, the uncertainty of where to begin or the overwhelming nature of what is unknown for us. However, I would love for you to remember that every big achievement is the result of tiny steps. So we have to remember to take tasks one task at a time. And the other thing I will say is during the pandemic, one of the things I just decided to do was call people. And calling people may seem scary, you know, especially when you think of cold calling. But what I realized is many entrepreneurs already have such a, a strong database of people that they can already start sharing their genius with. And you know what? Your people in your, um, in your circle, they may not directly need your service, but they may know someone else who may need your service. So sometimes we don't even, you know, it's funny. I sometimes look at what some of my constituents post on a day-to-day basis. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, why are they posting that first thing in the morning? That has nothing to do with their business. Um, and they're steady posting, other individuals posts, which is not a problem. But if you're an entrepreneur, I would say that a good portion or a good percentage of what you're doing day to day, month to month, you know, there should be a good percentage of your brand being put out there versus you just supporting, you know, articles. And so that's one of the things you may want to think about. Now, starting to tell people about your business also can feel a little overwhelming. But I want you to think of it as, you know, you're really providing information that's going to be useful and maybe pragmatic. I think that when you're able to be authentic or share something that you really think is really interesting and you put your own caption to it, people love that. They want to know why do you why do you like this thing or what did you, what was your journey like without having x y and z or what happened when you went to this seminar aside from just posting an image. It's like we want to see and understand what was that experience. So when you do that, your authenticity is able to shine through. And then, you know, I think people are more likely to want to engage with you. Um, And, you know, it's funny because I remember one time I was teaching this marketing course. And of course, we had about, um, I would say, seven months with these students. And, you know, we try to tell students all the time, pace yourself. Don't try to do it all in one day, especially if we're doing a hybrid model. And um, I remember one student many years ago, she sat there and she tried to print out the entire term. 
And I said, oh my goodness, did you print out all the resources and the papers for the entire term? And she was like, yes. So I would just say, you know, sometimes it's like, even if you can pragmatically see yourself going from point A to point Z, you also have to just give yourself that permission to know that you have to digest, right? You have to execute, then you have to digest, then you have to reflect on all of the steps that you're actually taking. And so, you know, a little later on, I will share a brief excerpt from one of our prior book studies. And um, I just want you to know that you're never wasting time when you're still. And I think you will see by now with all of the podcasts we've had since January, that word continues to be a common denominator, which is, you know, finding time to be still. So you have to remember that part of your success or 3Xing your goal comes from being able to show your authenticity, being able to also believe in yourself that you are worth the upgrade, as I like to say. And, you know, and and keep in mind what it will be like when someone is able to learn from you, especially if they really need you. And because of what you posted, something makes their life or their day or part of their journey that much more better. So let's tap into this additional discussion around procrastination and how you you can 3x your goal when you can conquer aspects of procrastination that somehow rob us from reaching our fullest potential. Let's deep dive. Podcast was brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Check out tojispark.com slash events to register for our upcoming events. tonight because I love homework is write yourself a letter of truth the same way so I'm going to read part of this now this may not this girl's story may not be your story but we all have something that pulls us this is on page 41 and this is from the tomorrow can't wait book and it says the things that she's talking about what's holding her back and she's a young adult who um, is in her early years of college and she's saying the things that are holding me back are having a bad life being bullied and not being happy at home and not having freedom those things are holding me back because i've been bullied all of my life and i try to ignore the people that bully me but they still bully me even if i confront them and then she goes on to say that she's an only child and she's being raised by this other by these other family members and she doesn't really want to rock the boat with them. So I talk about that and even though that's an example of a young lady, we can look at that in our own lives because we've all had whether it's experiences when we were young or we've had work experiences and these experiences impact how we do things. One time I gave a talk in Atlanta, Georgia I, I kid you not, this woman had to be in her early 70s. And I'm talking about women loving who they are and building confidence. And she comes right up to me. She goes, I worked all those years at the company for 25 years. And she just started telling me all the things that, that were done wrong to her when she worked in this given company. So 
out of those experiences or these experiences, we become, we begin to create a filter around how we see things. Oh, this is going to be difficult because blah, blah, blah. Or in order to prove my worth, I need to, I need to accomplish these 10 things this year because I need people to see that I am blah, blah, blah. Or we tell ourselves the other thing. Yeah, I know I'm this person, but I don't really want to seem like I'm all that. So I don't really have the time to really be out there in the front too much. Oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I'm the one in the family that everyone always. So we all have these stories, right? I mean, can you guys agree? How many of you, we all have stories that we tell ourselves and whether we tell it to other people or not. So the questions for growth on page 43 say, what are the things that you think are holding you back and who do you believe is responsible now sometimes we say oh no i'm responsible for all that um and so some things that hold people back is believing that even though they've tried something for a certain period of time and it didn't work that it won't work that's some of the things that people think the other the other thing that holds people back is feeling like they're not a notable name like you think you have to be a famous person in order for people to really see the value that you have. Um, you think you need to have, you need to know all the right people or you need to understand technology to become the person you need to be. Um, and then I wanna ask you, you know, who do you believe is responsible or what do you believe is responsible for the way that you think? Now it's interesting because over a 10-year period, we did a study of over hundreds of our graduate learners at one of the institutions I was at. I didn't really think it really made, I didn't really think it impacted how people performed, but boy, letter after letter after letter, um, you know, letter after letter after letter, people kept talking about their prior experiences and how that impacted how they saw themselves. Whether they were super driven and so analytical that actually they just took the breath out of the room or whether they were so smart, but no one necessarily validated them. So they just kind of kept shrinking who they are. So I just want to take this moment. I'm not gonna say anything. You can write it down. If you feel more comfortable, you don't have to share it in the chat box. But how many of you think you got at least one thing holding you back? I know I did. 2022, I know my personal goals. And I know, for example, like every year I step on the scale and I go, this is how much weight I'm going to lose. And then I keep taking off the clothes till I can't take off anymore. And I'm like, that's it. That is it. Oh my gosh, I took off everything. What else can I take? Let me drink some water, right? <laughs> so I know that there are things. So in my case, what I have to tell myself in 2022 is I can't go, oh, Alana, you tried to do that. Wow. When I reflect back and it didn't on work. that so, book club, it no, was so, that means so eye-opening because one of the things I love doing, even though I have the opportunity to lead my clients through different types of modalities and simulations to really get them out of, you know, clutter and, uh, you know, mind chatter that is counterproductive towards helping them to think about their goals. I often love to reflect on my own experiences. And so as you heard me talk about, you know, the the challenge that sometimes I might have with life balance, you know, the the beautiful part about being in a community is coming together and realizing that no matter what, we all bring something so valuable and unique to the table that when we are together, we're just more likely to succeed together. And 
once you have someone that you're looking at and you see them watching, walking up their journey and, and doing what I call their story of courage, it's just inspiring. And it inspires you to keep on with your journey of courage. And so this year we started something called the IWBC, IWBCC 50 project, which is where, you know, I'm hoping that within the year of 2023 and 2024, we would have had the opportunity to share the stories and the journeys of more than 50 of our leaders from all over the United States and some outside, because story is what keeps us propelled and it's what keeps us moving forward. So I hope as you think about overcoming obstacles, leaving procrastination and 3Xing your goals, that you realize it is possible. And the last thing I will say is, Remember, success comes in the tiny steps. It's not always the big leap. Sometimes it's just in the little steps. And it's interesting. I know you might find this funny, but I love looking at fish that I have in my fish tank at home. And I decided a few months ago to get a snail. And what I found to be so interesting is that a snail still makes movement. I always thought that the snail was pretty slow and I never really paid attention to how a snail actually migrates. But there was this one day I was staring at the fish and I guess the snail decided it was time for him to go. And I literally watched the snail use his shell to roll off the ledge, (laughs) ripple in the water and then land and then continue to move. Like I was like, okay, snail, do your thing. And I just want you to know that even if you feel like you're not making motion, every single moment you make the decision to take one tiny step towards overcoming your procrastination, towards being persistent, towards making connections, towards letting other people know about you and your genius, you're getting closer and closer to your goals. Now, if you need a tribe, make sure to go check us out at toldyspark.com. I want you to reach your new goals. And if you've got some, let's put a 3X next to it. Take care, yours truly, Dr. D Inspire. Remember, like, share, and comment, and have a beautiful day. Have you been looking for easy and better ways to accomplish your personal and professional goals? That program, speaking business, or consulting company you want to launch shouldn't be anything less than the best. Why not use the help of a coach to develop and improve your goals? Dr. Alana DeGrasa, the persistence guru of Turning On The Lights Global Institute, has a winning system for you. Business communication mastery and the Women Build Confidence Coaching Virtual Experience will give you the winning system you need. Working with you to complete your action tasks, launch your program, and stand out from the crowd. Hit new milestones while you work at your own pace. Sharpen your vision and help you catapult your results as a new business owner. Get started today. Sign up for a free consultation.